The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Heroes, those who have followed us through the the veil, through the void, and have come out on the other end as champions, you have you have uh, completed the maximum fun drive for 2011, and we reached our goal with the help of you and you and you and you and you. But not that guy in the back. Not you. Fuck that guy. God damn it, Dave. Just once, just once, pitch in. Did you say? Did you say Tave? Tave, my friend Tave. Is that is short for a, Taven? It's short for Tavian, actually. Tavian. Uh, it's like a. I'm actually. I can't be mad at that guy. That yeah. poor guy with that poor name. And they, listen, the English at the teacher at the community college isn't paying the bills like it used to. No. Um, and Tavian just likes to listen to the show. Who can blame him? Uh, this is my brother. My brother meets an advice show for the modern era. He's listening to us, so he knows how to improve his own. Uh, situation, so he'll be fiscally in a position to help out next year when we call upon his his aid. But let's not dwell on that. Let's dwell on right now when I am Justin McElroy. Uh, and I am Travis McElroy. And right now, I am Griffin McElroy. For the foreseeable future, this is my brother, my brother, and me. So let's get right I- to the wisdom. So if I, a dude, goes into the bathroom and all the urinals are taken, socially acceptable in working order or otherwise, what am I supposed to do? Wait around for a urinal to become available. Go outside again and try later. Take a stall. If I take a stall, should I close and or lock the doors? Much obliged. Potly harm. Why wouldn't you close the door? I don't know. It's like you're sort of claiming that as your own, as your property. You're, you're, You're... Staking your claim, and maybe so you feel like you, you don't take have a, right a wide, to it. dominant stance. You're saying, "Hey, this is mine now." I, I mean, there's there, there's if you'll forgive the pun, there's there's squatters' rights that you have in a in a bathroom stall. If you post up in a bathroom stall, that's that's basically your apartment for the duration of your your once a year doozy. Like, I think I think the moment though that you're afraid of, if you're peeing in a bathroom stall and then you walk out. And in the time that you were in the stall, all the urinals cleared out. You look like a douche when someone's waiting to poop. And yeah. also, everyone just thinks you're trying to hide your tiny dick. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? If, what's your shame? What's What's wrong with you? As you walk into the stall, announce. Listen, this isn't because I have a tiny dick. This isn't there. a shame. All the urinals thing. are taken. And my dick's not even big. Like it's average. <laughs> I don't. I listen. I have an average dick, but I need to. I, I just like to really say. need to pee. Why don't I you like just wait it out? Like, what's the rush? I think if somebody wants to shoot one, they will wait. They'll go around you. It's not a big deal. I used to be afraid of, of using the urinal, not because I have a tiny dick, but just because I don't. I just don't want anybody to see my dick. And like that seems like a, <laughs> if there's any any given point during my day um, uh, that I were to highlight as most likely to get my dick seen, I would say that using the urinal is is 
like number one, maybe number two on that list. Well, and also, list, you, yeah. you run the risk of splash damage. Splash damage is bad, and also I might see other dude sticks, and that psychologically, that's that's even worse for me. So I, I used to use the stall, and I'm, I've gotten over that fear, but I'm sure there are other people who still suffer from it. And to those people, I'm saying that you're you're completely within reason. Yeah, use the I'd, stall or just wait and use the bathroom at home like a normal person. Like, yeah. like a human being. Yeah, let's, yeah. Throw, let's slap a motto on this bitch. Let's make it marketable. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Go your own way. Ooh. I like Gotta it. get some rights. What about this? What about this? Shit, but, okay. If there's no stall, you need to stall. Okay. Is that, is that, does that have some possibilities, you think? For that a definitely maybe? has some possibilities. I, I think no matter what, it's an intimate moment, what you, what you do in a bathroom. Um, I can't think of an unintimate thing that one would normally do in a bathroom. And it's uncomfortable sharing that moment with other people. So just, you know, it sucks. You gotta get through it. Um, but stalls, I think, are the, the best place to do it. Guys, I was lying in bed, laying in bed with my girlfriend. Sorry, Griffin. And I asked her the age, if you could have sex with anyone, who would it be? The, oh, the age old, if you could have sex with anyone. Who would it be? <laughs> there is an age that you could have sex with. the age of anyone you could have sex with? Uh, 18, by the way. Uh, young enough to be legal, still in the prime, obvious. Her answer was XBF or 50, because what's up? Her answer was her XBF, because it was so good and passionate. I got cranky, rolled over, and went to sleep. She is now angry at me, saying it doesn't mean anything, and it was no big deal. Help? Terry. Mm. Terry. Is Terry. Is Terry asking how to get over this girl that he just broke up with because she said that thing? <laughs> this girl that he definitely, definitely just dumped? See, the answer to that question is supposed to be, like, Shakira or Natalie Portman. It's not supposed yeah. to be your not friend like Jeff. Your- your fucking brother. Like, no. You're yeah. not allowed to do that. Uh, and note to guys, if your lady asks you this question, the answer is her. The answer <laughs> yeah. is always her. It's How, a can trap. I get, can I get you with red hair? Is that? <laughs> can I get you minus, let's call it eight pounds. Like, I think right there would get you <laughs> in the sweet spot for me. You on a good day. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, no, she, she done fucked up, Terry. And, and might I say, Terry, as, as one man speaking to another, I, I, what a moment this is for you, because it's rare that girls fuck up this clearly, that like this, rough. this obviously guys all the time. Like if, if we get this question from a girl, I think the, I, I don't think we'd be, it probably wouldn't be worth reading. Her, her answer was a one, two punch of fuck you yeah. because it like, the, it was so good. Like. Number one, it was so good. Like fuck, so like good. I can't fuck like that. Like <laughs> I, I can't fuck like Jerry. I can't fuck like Jerry. Like I'm pretty good, but I'm not Jerry good. Uh, not only was it fucking good, it was passionate. Those are the two key elements to good, good fucking because yeah. it's got like there's got to be technical ability behind it. All there's right. also got to be a little something, a little like extra inter- spice, a like love. interpretive dance. You got to know the craft, but there, the heart's got to be there too. He was good at loving me. Jerry was. <laughs> Back in the long, long ago, Terry. I don't know what to tell you, man. You've done been wronged. You've been wronged. You need to be angry at her for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Why the fuck is she angry at you? Why are you even? Why are you even thinking about this, Jerry? Uh, Jerry. Terry. Terry. Not Jerry. Oh, Boot. For, the, for the rest of your relationship, uh, which I imagine will be about two weeks, um, whenever uh, you guys get into a fight. Just yell at her about her mind fucking her ex boyfriend. Yeah, and you're with Jerry right now, aren't you? 
in your heart, you're with Jerry still. Not Terry, me, Terry, not me, but Jerry. I know it's confusing. I know it's confusing, but you're with Jerry in your heart. Recently, I was on Yahoo instead of the thing you're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I started reading it. (laughs) This one was sent in by Nick Jensen. Thank you, Nick Jensen. Hey, Nick. Hey, it's uh, by Yahoo Answers user Dean Windass. All right, who asks, uh, girls, what would you do if you accidentally sat on your ex? If it was your worst ex and you went to sit down on a chair and it was your ex's <laughs> face that had been transformed into the seat of the chair by some magic experiment gone what? wrong. What? Yes. When you sat down, his nose went up your bum like this and then like um, what? And then Dean Windass <laughs> Dean Windass has included two parentheses marks that are facing inward to each other, which I guess is supposed to be a butt crack. My uh-huh. butt crack doesn't um I don't know, it's not beveled? Is that the right word? Towards the ends? Mm-hmm. Although like, that my my butt crack is where I keep asides. Yeah. So so there were like parentheses in that sense. Uh, what would you say when you realized it was him? This is a survey. Cool, cool. Cool. Hey, did I, you guys this, recognize this as a survey? How's this, this is, I hear twenty ten census. I I must have missed this one. What would you do if your face was like this what? is <laughs> first off? <laughs> I don't know where the first off is. Your boyfriend's face was transformed. In, was the rest of him transformed into a chair, too? I mean, is no. that what we have to... Right? This is a person chair. Does I'm thinking it, about that 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 old lady from Doctor Who who gets her face stressed out. Like, I think just that, and let's, like, let's just throw that on a love seat. Um, this, this chair looks like Jerry. Terry, did you turn Jerry into a chair and he, trick me into sitting on it? I like that he had to add the extra, like... Uh, extra component of it's your worst ex as though if it were anyone else anyone? that would be completely fine hey honey hey sweetheart if you could sit on anyone's face uh, <laughs> who was turned into a chair by some magic experiment gone wrong who and also be? their nose would go up your butt bum like this, this. and mine you make parentheses is, with your hands mine is George Lopez <laughs> I like his comedy but he also seems like a really good dad yeah, and he's, 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 his skin is taut and leathery, and I like a chair with some firm support. <laughs> George Lopez, your face is very comfortable to sit on. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of your work, but I am enjoying sitting on your face. It's like massage beads that taxi drivers use. If I had a chair, that the seat of which was composed of George Lopez's face, could I call it Beverly Hills Chair Wawa? <laughs> I think so. I think that that would be more than acceptable. Can I make a movie called Beverly Hills Chihuahua that's just a bunch of chairs instead Chihuahua. of dogs? Yeah. We might I, I can do both of those things, but will I? Probably not. I'm a busy guy. <laughs> French Stewart getting transformed into a chair would actually be a bump for him. Yeah. That would mm-hmm. be a big a big up. To go from whatever he's doing now. Whatever like, fucking is he's doing to be, pretending to be a chair. Yeah. Um so I guess that answers that. What a fucking weird. Yeah. How about this? How about this Yahoo answer? What do I do when I read a question from someone who's obviously insane? Like obviously mentally unstable that this is what they're pondering. Diamond Mayweather responded and said, I'd jump up, apologize, then move to another seat. <laughs> hmm. well, well, of course. Being more careful this time to check to make sure it's not a person. And then oh, send them Jerry. a polite sympathy note. Jerry. Cherry, I'm so sorry. Um, Cherry. Please forgive me. Uh, I'm going to move over to that seat. It's got George Lopez's face on it. 
which I believe my tukis will prefer. <laughs> Nine out of ten tukises prefer George Lopez's face to Terry or Jerry. Um, See, Jerry, I, that's an area. That's an area that Terry can compete with Jerry in. Face comfort. I have a friend named Badkins. I think he's probably listening to this right now. Um, and he has this great pickup line <laughs> where um, whenever like he's at a bar or a party or something like that, he doesn't do this all the time. I don't want to make him sound like a gross a grosso. Uh, but if a girl comes over and is like, hey, can I have a seat? And he says, sure. And he takes his glasses off and wipes his face down. As if to say, here you go. This is, this is where it goes. Pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty probably good never move. panned out. Um, but still uh, just rife with comedy. Yeah. Never worked. Someday. Someday. Keep the faith. Uh, recently, I was volunteering at an event. I hit it off with a girl I was working with. I decided to ask her out to coffee, but put off to the last minute. By the time I was going to ask her, she was with a friend, and it felt weird asking her around her friend, and even weirder calling her away from her friend. I didn't end up asking her out. My question is, were those even borderline reasonable or just poor excuses and bad habits? Thanks, Mitch. I, I believe that's oh, thanks, comma, Mitch. <laughs> thanks, Mitch. <laughs> I think that those, um, they seem like good excuses at the time, but I think that it would be just absolutely like balling if you just walked up and said, listen, sorry to interrupt, and just asked her right in front of a friend. I think it would show like huge confidence and like, I think it would be a, a great start. She would, to- if you got the guts to do it, she's going to look awesome in front of her friend. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. What? What person doesn't want that? I disagree. Uh-oh. That's rude. What are you going to do? Roll up there and be like, clam up! <laughs> it's it's <laughs> me time! Um, maybe not that. Um, but, you know, just walk over and, you know, say, I'm, you know, I'm about to take off. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to see if maybe you wanted to grab coffee sometime. Who wants Is to it- be pursued demurely, though? Who wants, who doesn't oh, you- want that passion, that fire there? So maybe just like run up and yell, clam up and push her. So listen, I've been trying to wait. I can't risk, you know, losing this opportunity. I love you and I want to get married to you. Ooh. Ooh. And then if she says no, turn to her friend and say, How about you? How about you? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe just see old eeny meeny, miny mo. (laughs) I'm just laying them out on the table. As long as they're out here, would you like to pick them up? I mean, as long as I'm laying them out. Trying to catch a sweet baby by the toe over here. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, who gives a rat's ass? Let's both do it. Let's go, ladies. You and me, arm in arm. Sex party, my place. Show you my eeny, meeny. <laughs> you want to hook up to, you want to head up to CJ Maggie's? Let's hit the O'Charlie's. Get some, get some onion frings. Just get down. Sorry? Um, but at the what? end of the day, don't ever uh, call a f- someone away from their friend to ask them out because you look like a, an absolute creeper. Excuse me, just come, just step over here real quick. I have something private to ask you. I'm not sure you look like a creeper, though. I don't think I that's think it's fair. Creeper. I think that it it just makes you seem like asking a man out something you're incredibly embarrassed about and something that like you wouldn't ever want anyone to know you were doing. I think it's creepy. Hey, I have hemorrhoids, and also I like you. <laughs> I like you very much. Don't tell Deborah. Don't tell Deborah over don't there. Don't tell Deborah, but we're in love. She's got judgy eyes. I hang out with six to seven people every Saturday night. It's a busy night. We all go over to someone's house and then have dinner and play games and whatnot. Two of these people are vegetarians. When I go over to their houses, I don't mind eating their vegetarian nonsense. But when they're coming over to my house, should I have to go out of my way to make some sort of vegetarian dish? 
Or should I tell them to fend for themselves, as they would have done in the olden-timey days? Ryan. <laughs> it sounds like he should revise the beginning of his question and say, um, I hang out with four to five, four to five every friends night. every Saturday night and one to two vegetarian uh, acquaintances. Occasionally, Occasionally, after dinner, they join I'm, with us. What I love about this is that the idea of some sort of vegetarian dish. Do you know what's a vegetarian dish? Vegetables. Like a salad. That's vegetarian what, right there. What? What? First of all, that's wildly wrong. Everything you just said. <laughs> There's, There's so much other just food that vegetarians you're just like, It's just... You're disqualifying yourself from this whole discussion. Salads? Not everybody. The, the, Travis yeah, bitch, but universe. like bread too, stupid. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> Travis puts like chorizo sausage on like two out of three meals of the day. Like, your opinion <laughs> when it comes to vegetarian matters just don't count. True. Um, what I'm what I'm curious about is how telling them to fend for themselves in your apartment. Like, <laughs> like, hey, there's some compost out back. Like, go nuts. Go wacky back there. Maybe grow some some bok choy. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love the fertile soils back there. I think that if you're if you're picking a dinner that you're gonna make for people, I think that you shouldn't go out of your way to make something for them. But I think you should go out of your way to make something. Not go out of your way, but try to choose a dish that would be easily convertible. You know what I mean? Don't serve meat noodles, for example. Would be mm-hmm. right out. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, sure. Honestly, like, is that what you your own like do a pasta thing where you like you add whatever you want to it. And that way people could do, like, you know, meatballs, or they can just do the sauce or whatever they want. And that way it's, it's everybody's lifestyle. Yeah, do you guys, do you think that Travis uh, calls sausage meat noodles? <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what they are, in a mind like his. A beautiful mind. <laughs> beautiful mind, like Russell Crowe. Like and Russell, Russell Graham's movie. What? He did a movie, it's called Beautiful Mind. Oh, that one. Yeah, I yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't see it, um... Yeah, somebody did. Uh, yeah, so I, I would I would serve something that's like convertible, that's easily to take the easy to take the meat out, something easy to remove the meat from. Ask Not like them. a syringe or whatever. Don't like don't like <laughs> chicken cordon bleu, and just give them a pile of breadcrumbs and some cheese. Like you guys uh, eat croutons, right? Here's a bowl of croutons. Like croutons. <laughs> it's what you people eat, right? Travis told me you guys should eat vegetables. That's it. Um, but yeah, I would. That's 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 how, the way I would go. Um, hey, hey, Griffin. Hey, what? You ready to take a trip with me? Uh, I I mean, I just I still got the stink of the sky on me because my plane <laughs> just landed. Your sky I've stink. Got, I've got a bit of sky stink still left on me, but uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's go on a trip. Where to? The money zone. So we're there? Is this, we're there. We're Are here. we there? Oh, um, this is nice. This is nice. I'm comfortable. Crisp bills. The chairs, are, the chairs are much more expensive here. Is this, I believe it is, George Lopez's face. <laughs> um, so what we want to talk to you guys about uh, is something that is close to mine and Griffin's hearts. And Travis, I suppose. That's video games. 
It's so rare we get to talk about video games here, my brother, my brother, and me. And today we're talking about one called Kingdom of Loathing, or KOL, if you're down. Or cool if you pronounce your O's weird. (laughs) (laughs) If you pronounce your O's wrong, then it's cool. Now, this is made by our friends at Asymmetric Publications, uh, including the creator, Zach Jick Johnson, and the writer, Josh Mr. Skullhead Knight. Josh Knight, I don't think you needed a nickname, but I think it's all right that you chose. No, no, no. That's his. That's his Christian. That's his. That's his proper name. His mom and dad named him Josh, Mister Skullhead Knight. Josh, Mister Skullhead, all high well, first his, name. That was his baptismal name. Like that's the name he was given upon confirmation. Sure, sure. He was named after Pope Mister Skullhead. Uh-huh. Now, I don't think I. Uh, this is a. Uh, this is a uh, hand drawn stick figure graphics. Right, and it has Which, some surreal humor. Some uh, some wordplay. Don't let uh, the stick figure thing turn you off because these are some high quality stick figures. Yeah, okay. I mean, you are not gonna. You could tell the definitions there, uh, uh, even though they may be stick figures. You feel the emotion. You feel the passion. Uh, you know, how, how many you. pixels? How many pixels does it support? Uh, easily a billion. How many megs of RAM, Carmine? Uh, there's there's probably a lot. Uh, they they have tons of players. Um, and I was and actually it, I was turned on to this game um, and played it for a while in college way back when. It's been around yeah, I did too. Um, for like eight eight years, and it's still going strong. Now, Griffin, I like online multiplayer RPGs, but I, I don't have a lot of cash. Is that going to be a problem? It is going to be a problem with other parts of your life because you need cash. You like that's the we exchange cash for goods and services in this this um, this capitalist society that we we all live in. But to play cool. Or if you want Kingdom of Loathing, you don't need a goddamn motherfucking penny, <laughs> bitch. It's a free to play, uh, a free as shit. I think should be the new free as shit. It is free as fuck. It, like so free. It's been in development for eight years, uh, with literally we're told tens of thousands of dumb jokes. We have not counted them ourselves but that is what we are led to believe uh, i have i have played it before it is it's funny and it's not funny in that way of like it's not like internet meme funny it's yeah. like it's just funny like it's, it's a fair. funny game and you know what not only is it free you play it in your web browser like they could not have made this game easier to access and un- unless they came to your house and it put it in some sort of syringe and sh- like just jammed it in your eyes johnny demonic uh it- got a cool community and you filled with a lot of neat people and you can join them right now. You can just push some buttons on your keyboard. You will be whisked away to said kingdom. Tell us the exact sequence of buttons, please. K I N G D O M O F L O A T H I N G period C O M enter key or kingdom of loathing.com would also <laughs> work if you're not into putting letters together. But uh, go check them out. Yeah. Totally. And as a special treat for anybody who who uh, uh, decides to do a promotion on our show, which if you want to do one, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org, and she'll give you the hot deets, uh, you get a jingle. All the I'm best gonna... jingles have an intro, right? Which all the best jingles have a, a smooth, smooth segue, which this is one of. I didn't pre pro this one. This is not going good, I don't think, Griffin. <laughs> I need adventure and sticks. 
I don't have money to acquire the adventure and sticks I talked about. I'll go to cool.com. I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. Kingdomofloathing.com. Check it. Totally out. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> where were we? Ah, uh, yes. One of my closest friends is full of hatred. She's a really great person, and I, I just love her guts. But it's hard to constantly be around such negativity. Uh, stay posy, our friend Justin Russo always says. But anyway, don't get me wrong. Every now and then, it's nice to have someone to vent with. But believe me when I say nobody wants that all the time. I don't know if she gets off on bitching about people or what. But lately, I've taken a saying, can we just not talk about this right now? And it's like she doesn't even hear me. She completely ignores it. I've explained it to her before. She just doesn't seem to realize that it's exhausting to be around someone so angry all the time. Like I said, she's a valued friend. And I just wish this one thing was different. Suggestions. How to with hate? Wait, no, no, no. Let me try again. Suggestions? Suggestions? How to with hate? This is rough, man. Like, I can think of one or two friends off the top of my head that I just stopped hanging out with because they, they just brought me down all the time because it's all they talked about was negative shit. Like... That's that's not just one thing that's wrong with them. Like if you are a if you are a categorically negative person, that affects every single aspect of your life, and it makes you not pleasant to be around generally. Yeah, a lot of yeah, the times I, I think the only way to go is like intervention kind of thing because I don't think there's anything. It doesn't sound like there's anything you're doing that makes her hate everyone. So it's not like a behavior you have to change, but maybe I going to where I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a downer, but I don't know how you intervene with that. Like, how do you tell somebody, like, hey, completely change your whole worldview, please? You know how you got this worldview? Can you you just flip flip that? Just put that to R for me. Can you bust that worldview out and flip it and then reverse it? Well, I I think it's a matter of saying to her, like, hey, listen, you might not see it because you're so close to it, but you complain all the time. You might want to take a look at, like, your mental process and figure out why you're so unhappy. And once you do... Get back to me. Like, you know it's hard I mean? to be with you right now. It's hard to be yeah. around you right now because you are such a negative person. And I think you probably owe them that. I think you owe it to them to say, listen, I, can't, I just can't take the negativity all the time. Because that, that'll get up in you. Yeah. That will infect you. It'll build affect a home. your day-to-day. It'll build a home inside you. Absolutely. That's Especially like that like a giant song, Make a Little Birdhouse in Your Soul. Except it's not a birdhouse. It's like a, it's like a shit house. It's like an outhouse. She's pooping in your heart is what I'm saying. And you'll get septic if you let her keep doing it. Right. Especially if, like, everybody else sees that, too. And all of a sudden, now you're also getting associated with the negativity because you're with her all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain amount of, like, it just seems like a really, like, negative influence in your life on a lot of levels. In fact, you know what? It's so negative. I say, let's go on, let's go on to the next question. Because it's bringing me down. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting my heart shit in now. Yeah. Why are you shitting into his heart? Come on. Don't shit in his heart. Look what your friend is doing now. You need better reason to to cut ties? Shit in Griffin's heart. I got, That heart's already full of blood and egg yolk. Griffin, you got a Yahoo for me? I got, like, four. Hit me. How about this? This one was sent in by Metal Gear Jim, which wasn't his Twitter name. That was his actual name on, like, on the email, so maybe? It's by Yahoo Answers user John, who asks... Could I take Tyra Banks? <laughs> John is five foot five, 
130 pounds, and I don't work out. My GF just said that I wouldn't have a chance against Tyra. Hmm. What's the scrappiness? Like, is his scrappiness... It doesn't include his power rating. Uh, yeah. Or anything, uh, what, like, his special abilities or anything like that, but... Uh, I gotta say, even if you were about six inches taller and like twenty pounds beefier, and you did work out, have you seen how fierce Tyra Banks is? And look in her eyes. And she plus, was. plus, there's just her large like uh, collection of knives that she carries on her person at all times. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, we're talking about uh, mono. Oh, you're just mono. like hand to hand, like yeah, yeah. We're talking about uh, a backstreet brawl. No chains, no pipes, no. just yeah. the fists of a man named John and the fists of a supermodel named Tyra Banks. Are there any holds barred? Uh, let me check. There is one hold barred. Okay. You, you can't say anything mean about her eyelashes. Because oh. She's, she's, actually, she's, that's her weak point. She's really sensitive. You also can't bring up the time she spent uh, in Paris modeling with her mama, going from agency to agency trying to find someone who will take her under her wing because she gets very emotional about she, that. She went through some shit in Gay Paris, and I think that that hardened her. to like People tell her, people tell her, je never matel. I've heard her say that, just like mm-hmm. that. Uh, that. Can you translate? Can you use a quick Google translation? I used Google translation. It said, uh, you, uh, you can't do this. We don't believe in you. You, you have ugly eyebrows. You have bad eyebrow shes? Was that the word? Listen, I know. <laughs> That's how they say it in Paris. <laughs> the eyebrow shes above your E's. Um, uh, listen, John. Tyra Banks will come at you like a fucking Wolverine. Not she like will. Wolverine from X-Men, like a rabid Wolverine and also kind of like Wolverine from X-Men. Like both Wolverine from X-Men and like a rabid a fan of Michigan. But on the bright side, like the next day when you see your friends and they're like, oh my God, what happened to you? You'd be like, oh dude, Tyra Banks fucked me up. She's got There's... reach, first of all. She's yeah. got reach on you because she's a, she's a tall, beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. Um, her being beautiful has nothing to do with her reach. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and put out the, the opinion that she is, in fact, an attractive woman. Uh, she's got nails, probably, right? That's safe to assume. Mm-hmm. They're probably Leaf. sharp. Um and just the fierceness. We can't stress the fierceness enough. Yeah. The once you're down, once you're down on the ground bleeding like a bloody heap, she's not going to stop. She will what literally a, kill you. Do you she, think she, that he could take Tyra Banks if she were in her fat suit? Oh no way! Are you kidding me? You could kick her down a flight of stairs. She wouldn't even notice. Could you take her in her hobo suit? Mm. Yeah, her hobo suit. Yes. Tyra also it should be noted has a weave, which is basically bionics. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Unfair. Made integration. Good news, John. You won. She got disqualified. She got disqualified for the use of bionics. Uh, I like my best friend's girlfriend. I'm not a total douche, so I'm not going to try to steal her or anything. But I wonder how I could stop being interested in her. I can't talk to her just like another friend, and I can't stop seeing her because of my friend, uh, says Salazar. Uh, Why are you cheating on your best friend? Why are you such a... No, no, no. I see what he's saying. I get it. And I, okay. I don't hear what he's saying because it sounds to me like he's Inception cheating on his best friend. Like, if you're dreaming about her, like, that shit's in your mind. And that counts. You lost already. Salazar, I have a suggestion for you. And that is to try to find faults with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, focus on the bad stuff. Out loud. sometimes, out loud, try to say, like, hey, you got shoulders like a quarterback to her. 
and you could just really just sort of throw a pipe bomb in there. Not literally, of course, although, I mean, problem you've got, solved. You've got, you've got eyebrushes like Tyra Banks. You've got T-Banks eyebrushes, and that's not a compliment. I don't know what your, your eyebrow culture is in your area, but it, it is not a positive. I, I hear what you're saying, but unfortunately, she has no faults. Oh. She's so she's so perfect, and Salvasar is in love with her, and maybe she's in love with him too, and maybe they have to break that sacred bond so that they can be happy for the rest of their lives. Or maybe he could imagine her pooping because maybe you could imagine that. her pooping. See, I didn't want to say that because we we have a pretty strict non scatological um, rule for our show. But if you if, can, if you, you think, think I will break that rule to help someone, but you're guess crazy. what, dog. What if it? What if you flip it and you imagine her pooping and then you love it? <laughs> oh God! Now you have a crush on your boyfriend and you're dirty. And no one like, no one likes you anymore because you're dirty. Salazar, you're you're on a tightrope, and I think you should dirty. just keep on walking till you make it to the other perch. I that think you're doing it. You're already well. You're already ahead of the game because you've already like made the decision that you're not gonna, you're not gonna try anything, which is great. So, you know, that's good too. But if you've like. The harder you try to not be in, like, have you never seen a Renee Zellweger movie? That's like, true. the harder you try to not be into her, the harder you're going to be into her. The best thing to do, and it sucks because it sounds like, you know, a non-starter, but you need to just stop thinking about her. You need to just, it's not going to happen. It's in not love a thing. With her. He loves her, Travis. Listen, Salazar, maybe, have you considered going to her front door and ringing it? And also the boyfriend lives there too, and she comes down, and you have a boombox, and you're like, hey, it's carolers. And she's like, it's carolers. And you hold up signs that actually tell her how you feel. And then when you walk away, she runs up, and she kisses you, and she says, Merry Christmas. She runs back inside, and you're like, okay, I guess I'm not in love with her anymore. Hey, love, actually, that's a stupid fucking conceit, (laughs) by the way. That's a dumb part of your fucking stupid movie. I love you so much. Here's this big romantic gesture. Uh, I kiss you. I don't. We're done. I'm out. Peace. Dip. I'm out. 20, 2011, I'm out. I'm done. Salazar, do all those things, and maybe it'll work. Movies yeah, if you learn how to control the human heart, you get right back to us, friendo. Mm-hmm. Hey, would it be out of line for me to ask a girl for her number after only the first time I meet her? What's happened to me a few times is that I'll ask the girl if she wants to grab lunch sometime, and then give her my number without asking for her, since I feel like I'm putting her in a less awkward position. But most of those times, they never get back to me, waiting by the phone. Um, <sighs> if, if you feel like you're putting in her... In, in an awkward position, why are you speaking to this person? Like, it should be a pleasant thing to, like, plan dates and exchange phone numbers. Waiting by the phone, you got something to offer. This is a two-way street. You're not putting anybody in an awkward position. Offering a chance at, to go out on a date with you, you're fun. It is the year of our Lord, 2011. Yeah. Everyone's already connected as fuck, right? I'm yeah. connected to every single person. Yep. In some way. Some some ways more tangential than other. Uh just ask for a fucking number. What it, it it's not it's not like you're asking her to like move in with you. You're yeah. not asking her to like get life insurance policies together. Is that a thing you can do? Yes. I don't I don't know. You just ask for a number. What's the big deal? Maybe you'll call her. The thing is is like giving her your number is really passive. Like it doesn't cause anything to happen, you know, but Getting her number is an active step that shows interest and that you then, you know, can control the situation instead of sitting at home waiting for them to call you. Um, if she doesn't want to give up your number, then the, if she, she doesn't want to give up her number, she's not down. 
Yeah, she ain't she's down. just trying to get it to end, get the time to end. And so then you don't have to worry about it, like if it's okay to ask her for it or not. Because if she's not down, then you don't lose anything. Like you're not going to fail because she said no. And you go, okay, well, I tried. And you walk away and you move on to the next attempt. There is nothing. Everybody, right now, go into your mind, Inception style. Get rid of the fear of being turned down because you know what? It's, that can't hurt you. Nobody ever died from it. I, you I get tell tougher you, and cooler. I'm still afraid of it, but that's only because I'm batting a thousand. I'm pitching a perfect game. You've never uh, been rejected, so I've stolen every base I've tried to steal. I've baseball metaphored every baseball metaphor, <laughs> and Everyone. I'm afraid that one errant pitch, one errant baseball will will fuck up my whole streak. Yeah, I understand that completely. I, also, I get it. And also, I'm just like a really polite, like nice guy. I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. It's just the it's real talk. Uh, and I don't want to put a lady in a position where she has to come up with an excuse not to give me her number. That's fucked up. When I say yeah. it out loud, it sounded more fucked up than it was in my head. Well, then I don't want her to have this all... to be like, I'm just so busy with work right now that I can't give you my hey, well, I think we should you all know? just enter into a social contract with each other that it's okay for a guy to say, hey, can I get your number? And it's okay for the girl to say no. Yeah, see, if the girl said okay. no... If a girl said no, then I would be like happier than if she was like, "Well, I don't know because my aunt, bloop 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 bloop, like bloop bloop bloop, lie 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 lie." <laughs> like so if you lie to me, no. I just feel bad because I made you lie. I made you say, hey, "Now you have to go to hell." Peace waiting out. by the phone. I think you should also probably get a little bit better at figuring out if people are in, if people are into it, mm-hmm. people are feeling your flavor. Because I'm not sure you are super great at that yet. You'll get there. You'll get there. Also, girls don't call guys. But Sorry, I- that's society. You gotta get on the hunt, pursue, pursue with vigor and passion, also, and not don't wait for her to finish her conversation with her friends. Also, asking someone if they want to grab lunch is a passive thing that friends do. Ask her to dinner. Ask her to a movie. Ask her on a real date. Ask ask, ask her, her to her. Ask, ask her to hold lunch. Hold hold. Ask her to have sex with Whoa. you today. Hey, I've got a Yahoo answer. Do you want to hear it? Uh, sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, it was sent in. This is incredible. It was this exact question was sent in by both mike bachman and jacob blocker you two get two married heavy ass hitters in the the yahoo answers submission game uh that we all met we met both of them at, at pax east this past weekend and uh, i suspect them of juicing they're probably juicing they're probably on a little bit of uh, some anabolic steroids just to get their their humor muscles toned up yeah. uh they are they are as handsome as their submissions i will say that it, this this question it was uh, it's written by Panda Coley who asks, "Is this weird for brothers?" It's right in our wheelhouse, right? No, uh-huh. yeah, sure, I guess I'm gonna say that now. My twin brother and I take baths together because my mom wants to save money. Smart, right? We are <laughs> 17, and it seems a little weird now compared to when we were young. Do you think this is weird or not? What are those ages again? They're twins. So we're, oh. we're assuming that they're the same age, although it would be even weirder if they weren't. Like, I'm 20 and he's 8. Uh, they're 17. 17 Why is it taking you twin. this long to wonder if that's weird? Hey, mommy, the internet. hey mommy? mommy, we both can't fit in the bathtub anymore because we have grown human adult bodies, mommy. Hey, mommy, we're full-grown humans. There's no... There's no way that you can stack us in here like Tetris blocks that we're not going to touch. Your our parts will touch. That, there's no bathtub big enough to have a naked shower with your 17 year old brother. That's fat. That's hey, dude, a fat. 
It's not a shower. It's a bath. When you when you take a bath, you're making soup <laughs> out of your out of your grossness. You're making. If I soup ever out of open, your... if I ever open like a like a bathroom fixture store and I sell like or a, a soup and, store or a soup store, I'm going or to advertise house. my large tub that says big enough for two full grown seventeen year old males. <laughs> the problem me. is when you're in a when you're in a bath, which is already pretty gross. You're just making broth. You're making Todd broth or <laughs> Zach broth. I'm making, You're making your broth. own gravy. When you get uh, when you get Tony up in there, you're, that's officially a stew, and that's unacceptable. Okay, wait, wait. I have this all figured out. The mother is not a weirdo. The mother started selling Todd and Tony stew. Yeah, when, like when they were little kids, and now she doesn't know how to cut off that revenue stream. This is mm-hmm. Oki. Somebody's been playing soccer. This is getting better with age. I love this stew. You have to give me your secret recipe, Tammy. I can't. It's a Todd dash of Todd, <laughs> a dash of Zach, and just like a whole bunch of weirdness that they are never going to recover from. <laughs> just can't recover from this you stew. Can, you can really taste the scarring. The two things that aren't going to recover from this stew are your hunger and Todd and Tony. Those are the two parts that will, uh, that will never make a comeback. What's the age? What's the cutoff? Can we come up with this right now, and then we can send it to Pandacoli and just be like, you need to turn your mom into the fucking police. Uh, five. Yeah, five. You, you think once you come off the teat? Like, once you come off the I, I would say, once you're off the teat, not that I was on the teat at five, come on. I'm just saying, like, off the teat, off the brother's lap in the bathtub, you fucking weirdo. Get off of there. I would say that as, as soon as you're old enough to no longer need a, a spotter. Like, if you're afraid of, like, drowning yep. in the bathtub, make sure there's <laughs> yeah. someone else in there. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute. Wait just a second, because that life is, like, a recursive. It's like a snail shell. And once you get to be, like, 80, you need a spotter again. Can we start yeah. throwing 80-year-olds in the same bath? Yeah. Two 80-year-olds? And they shrink, they too. Like, they, they get better. They do. Old people are basically shrinky-dinks that you put in the bathtub. And then you got a full. And you look at their shrinky dings. I can debate the number as far as age uh, a little bit. I can give you some some wiggle room, no pun intended. But if uh, I I have to put a firm wall on pubes. In fact, the t shirt says (laughs) if you see a hair, you can't be there. That's the rule for me on bathtubs. Like you can't, at that point, no dice. What about, uh, what about, can we put an old dude and like a. A baby in the same bathtub, like a like an eighty five year old. Well, but then I feel like that that's unfair to the baby because if the old man goes down, what's the baby supposed to do? Baby can't save that old man. He doesn't have the lung strength. What if we get (laughs) a baby, an old man, and a seventeen year old all up in the same bath? And then you gotta you gotta get them all to cross the river from one bath to the next. (laughs) And the baby, the old man will eat the baby. Yeah, Um, no question about that. He's like confused. The, the 17-year-old will eat the grain. You have two rafts. Go. <laughs> Go. Solve it. Hey, I, I want to hear Griffin's last question. Uh, but first, I, I want to say thank you to everybody we met at PAX East uh, this weekend. You were total sweethearts. We saw so many My Brother, My Brother, Me shirts. Uh, we saw our friend Brental Floss was there. Um, he put on a great show. And uh, it, you guys were all so nice and genuine. It made me really look forward to April 17th. What up? Because it's my birthday. 24. We'll be in Chicago. 
and we'll be doing My Brother, My Brother, and Me live, opening up for Jordan Jesse Go. What's up? Are you there? Yeah, I should say so. Tickets that- are going to be way affordable. They're going to go on sale soon, I would imagine. We'll and, let you and, know. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Ideas. Follow us on Twitter and keep checking Maximum Fun. But, but that, um, that really is my birthday, by the way, and we are going to go out afterwards and get silly. We're going to get slizzard. We slizzard? are going to get our wasty faces on. <laughs> we are going to get our dicks wet. I don't know. Because we're going on a water slide. We're going to make it so wet. We're going to go to the Old Town <laughs> Ale House. And we're yeah. going to go on a water slide because those are all over the place here in Chicago. Yeah, just streets are littered with them. Uh, I so, rode a so, water slide all the way from O'Hare <laughs> to my apartment. Keep it. Keep it. Uh, keep your focus on my brother, my brother, and me. Um, MBMBAM.com. MBM, at MBMBAM on Twitter. Uh, and we will let you know all about tickets and everything. But it's going to be off the chain. Off the hook. Off the so chain. Right. So right. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, go to MBMBAM.com right there and text you'll see our our email address we have a voicemail that you can call um that it what's that number griff uh it's 203 mabim bam one yep uh and and you can call us for questions and stuff again we can't thank you guys enough for your support with maximum fun drive holy Um, shit we had a couple people who you know groused a little bit most of you were just so generous um and 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 gracious about the whole thing uh, we, we, we seriously, it's the best. If you, if you donated and you haven't listened to all the other shows, now is the best time to do so because you're supporting them. They're your shows. They're your shows. Go listen to them. Go give them a listen. Subscribe and shit. I don't know how podcasts work. I just make them. That's all there is to it. Hey, Griffin. Hey. I'm ready. Oh, oh one more time just to remind you. Go check out kingdomofloathing.com if you haven't. Go do it right now. It's free. Right as, second. It's free as fucking fuck. so fucking free. Do it. Um. Oh man. How about this? So this one was sent in by Jackie or Jacquie Ronan. <laughs> There's a Q and a U in there. I'm just spitballing. This is by Yahoo Answers user Zoraz, who says. <clears throat> Quidditch for dogs? Is this true? (laughs) (laughs) It's Justin McElroy. It is Travis McElroy. This is Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.